The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let's go ahead and find a comfortable posture for the meditation time. We'll sit uh, at the beginning tonight. I'll say a few words. So I think I might have mentioned uh, week four, week three, that in a sense there's the object that the mind is knowing. So a lot of times we train, right? We have these training objects or anchors, like being aware of the breathing process or being aware of the whole body sitting, being aware of hearing. But in a sense, there's that experience of breathing in, breathing out, being known. But there's also the attitude of mind or the way the mind's relating. And that can be known too, right? So one of the things that we want, you know, especially when we start having periods of time where there's more continuity and more stability of present moment awareness, so then more sensitivity and then with that sensitivity we want to be curious about the attitude and you can actually drop that question in the mind what's the attitude how's the mind relating right now and it's really in that sense not to judge but in that discerning sense like I'm actually interested in how the mind's showing up how the mind's relating and whether that way of relating, that attitude that's here and now in the mind, whether that's skillful or not, helpful or not, onward leading to release or onward leading to stressfulness. It's, you know, it just makes sense that a heart that's compassionate, has self-compassion, like we would want to know, how is my mind relating to experience? And is it a helpful attitude to which to be relating? And it's a functional question that we can, wisdom, can observe. Oh, I'm totally grumpy. I'm relating with grumpiness, irritation. It's like this. It's really not helpful. And to see that in that kind of clear, non-judging, way that really changes us like it it evokes compassion like oh honey you're just digging a hole deeper you're just making things harder for yourself but we have to see it in that clear undistorted non-distorted way oh yeah relating with a lot of spaciousness a lot of equanimity a lot of balance oh yeah this is a skillful way to be showing up, be, to be relating right now. One of the things that we'll do later in the evening <clears throat> is I'll talk about the attitude of loving-kindness, or we often just use the Pali word metta. You might have heard that, M-E-T-T-A. It's Loving-kindness isn't a great translation. It's, it's really more that basic, 
capacity for goodness, kindness, the generous generosity of the heart, the benevolence. We don't use that word as much in English these days. But that basic goodness of the heart. And uh, we can learn. Like the thing about attitude, whatever our attitude is now, or whatever our attitude is at, at any time in our lives, it always appears to an ignorant mind, like, well, that's who I am. I'm irritated. And there's a kind of concreteness, like, no, no, I'm just in a funk, or I'm just in a really sweet mood right now, or whatever it might be. But we misinterpret whatever mood is there with a sense of a permanent me. But mood, attitude, the way we are relating, the view even, it's much more fluid. I mean, just think about how many different periods of this mood versus that mood we had today. Lots of different me's today, not just one me. Even if it was a kind of a hard day and we felt irritated a lot, it wasn't constant irritation today. And once we start to see that, then we're much more interested in, well, with whatever mood it is, let's say it's a not, a, not a very helpful mood, How? because the thing about our mind is it's a changing dynamic. So if, if grumpiness seems to have some real stability, then it's getting fed. So how is my mind feeding this, supporting this, particular attitude, or how might wisdom, how might my practice be able to bring another mood or attitude into the forefront? And so that's what we'll do later tonight, but we'll do it right at the beginning of this practice too, just like realizing we can access kindness, but it takes a leap of faith or some confidence that, not theoretically, but actually, this heart, this mind, is capable of being good. Not in a superficial or contrived way, but authentically good, generous, kind, patient, forgiving. Anybody want to argue that? No, because we kind of do want to argue it. No, but... I can't today because such and such happened to me. But even then, you know, this is the thing about this attitude of metta, loving kindness. It's never, we want that confidence that it's never far away. So even if we've been totally betrayed today, someone really screwed us, took advantage of us in some way, and we're really feeling a lot of, oh, poor me, and anger, and resentment, whatever else. But how far is it, how big of a move is it in our heart, in our mind, to realize this really hurts and I care about that? See, all of a sudden then the attitude is quite wholesome. So instead of me spinning with wanting revenge or, oh, poor me, it's not so hard 
to find a way back to kindness. And you'll see, you know, with loving-kindness practice, when we do it formally, we start to really notice the overlap, like how our awareness practice depends on a kind attitude. If we have a controlling attitude in our mindfulness, mindful awareness practice, or an aversive, fearful attitude, awareness practice, mindfulness practice doesn't work very well. So one of the reasons we, you know, spend week five learning how to notice attitude and more specifically how to bring in, to ignite, to cause kindness to arise is because it's a really functional skill to find our way back to kindness. It's a very functional emotion or attitude to live our whole life through or with. It's like, can we imagine a moment in our lives where kindness, compassion, being able to appreciate and be grateful wouldn't be helpful, would be like off or inappropriate. And even if we had to be, because some moments we actually do have to be really fierce in how we respond, right? But that could arise out of compassion and kindness, that fierceness. So we have to reform our idea if we have a limited idea that, you know, being kind means just this sort of rosy-eyed, everything goes. That's not kindness, that's, you know, that's some kind of affect. Kindness is this very nimble capacity that it's, it's really infused with the wisdom that understands that uh, in our lives it doesn't really make sense to throw anything out of our heart. It's like even a rattlesnake. You know, we, we don't want it to move in with us. But we don't have to throw it out of our heart. You know, if you run into a tick with Lyme's disease, right? You know, you may not want it in your backyard, but it doesn't, it isn't needed to hate it or to fear it. You just need to take care of yourself so you don't get bit by that rattlesnake or you don't get abused by that person who's really abusive. So maybe that's enough. We'll have time for discussion after the set. If you need to, go ahead and stretch a little. And we'll get ready, and we'll sit for about 30 minutes, including at the beginning of the sit, we'll do a little attitude adjustment. <laughs> so do whatever you need to do, and then when you feel ready, settle in. kind of body that we have when we start to settle into our meditation posture. See if you can sense, however you're sitting, 
as a thing of beauty so that the posture has this flavor for us of it's kind of a manifestation of our deep wish to be relaxed and grounded and at ease and also at the same time our deep wish to be bright and alert and clear, clearly aware. Sitting up right in the middle. And as some of us have been doing this simple ritual of taking a couple of longer, deeper breaths in and out, take your time, slow it down. As if we have all the time in the world to fill and empty the lungs a few times. It's like a way of shifting gears. And simply feeling what that feels like. To take a couple of longer, deeper breaths in and out. And eventually letting your breath continue on its own. Remember, we don't want to get in the habit of rushing into some meditation technique. Just being present and noticing the quality of the mind, the mood, or the attitude. Is the heart heavy or light? Is the mind settled or restless, or perhaps sleepy and dull? Is there a quality of aversion or fear, anxiety in the background of the mind? Or kind of striving, greedy energy, trying to, wanting to make something happen, wanting to get on with it. And after we've checked, see how the heart's doing, just remember this heart right here, this life. I do care. I care about this body here, this sitting body. I care enough to be close and feel whatever's here to feel right now. I do care. care about this sensitive heart, this sensitive mind. May this body and heart be at ease.
but just repeat that phrase a few times. May this body and sensitive heart be at ease. And of course, it's okay to change the words a little. care about this life right here, however imperfect it feels right now, I care about this life. How do I know? Well, I care enough to be close right now and to simply feel whatever's here to feel. And I care enough to generate a simple wish. May this body and sensitive heart be at ease. So this is one of the techniques to shift the attitude. It's just to talk with ourselves in this simple, authentic way, silently, of course. And the practice, of course, is to state what's actually true. I do care about this life right here. And because I care, I am willing now, in this moment at least, to be close and to do my best to simply feel whatever's here to feel, not being distant, not being disconnected. And not only that, I care enough to wish well for myself. May this body, this sensitive heart and mind be at ease. May I be at ease in the world. So please try that in your own way several times at a relaxed pace. Don't be shy. Just see what it sets in motion. I care about this life. I care enough now to be close, be open, not judging, sensitive. And I care enough to wish well. May this body, this sensitive heart and mind be at ease, no matter the conditions.
May I be at ease. And just as I wish this for myself, may all beings be at ease. Those folks in the room with me, on Zoom with me, may we all be at ease. My loved ones, my family, friends, my pet, all my teachers and mentors, those folks who have really been there for me, may you be at ease in your lives, no matter the conditions that come your way. May you find real ease, the ease of well-being. And may all this goodness continue and increase and never end. Just a sense of that generosity, that expansive, simple but beautiful generosity of the heart as it wishes well, even without the need for words, like a radiant, simple but radiant smile, just sending goodness out in all directions. Just because it's good, to be radiating good, not expecting anything in return, just happy to be giving love or goodness away to ourselves in all directions, nobody, nothing excluded. May all beings be at ease. Just noticing the attitude of the mind as we transition to our mindful awareness practice now. Just feeling the body sitting as it is, but with this attitude of kindness. Notice the breath and the body and the sounds being heard. but supported by this inclusive quality of metta, or kindness. And we've been practicing now for five weeks, so for the rest of the sit, we'll go in silence. Do your best to bring up the instructions that you need to be reminded of. If you feel like you're stuck, then you might practice naming what it is that the mind is knowing. Just give it a name. Oh, planning is being known. Hating the pain in my knee is being known. Or something like that. Just as a way to break the spell of the distraction and to realize it's just something being known here and now in the present moment. And when you can, returning to the anchor of the body, whole body, anchor of the breath coming and going, or the anchor of hearing. So we'll continue in silence now.
remember to check the attitude from time to time without any judgment, just curious. How's the attitude? How's the mind relating to experience now? Is it a skillful, helpful attitude? Or neutral? Or is it unhelpful, unskillful?
And now for the last five minutes or so, we've been practicing a more open awareness. So at this point, you may want to open your eyes. You're not really looking around, of course, just gazing down toward the floor in front of us. Soft gaze. And you might want to take the time to go through each of your senses. So taking some time, simply realizing seeing is being known. And switching to hearing is being known. And like that with the other sense gates, and then also including the sensitivity to mental activity. That's also being known. And the task here is to simply sustain present moment awareness, noticing the movement of all this sensitivity or this exposure need to do is keep the present moment in mind. So in this sense, the practice is non-distraction. to relax and soften, no need to be tight. just keeping the present moment in mind, which means recognizing that this experience, these experiences are being known.
And if there's doubt or if you feel bored, then that's part of what's being known. So when we take a little time at the end of the sitting period to do what we could call open awareness practice, we're not trying to make anything happen. We're simply intending to be present with what is happening in the body, in the mind, internally, externally. That's all. Take a little time, take care of your body if you need to stretch or stand even for a moment or a couple moments to release any tension that might have built up. Just do what you have to do.